0: Hello, everyone. Uh, We are in another episode of The King and I with me, Spencer King. I'm Ron Waxman. And Spencer, we're talking today about uh, a very unique situation when a physician called to take care of a president or a vice president or a VIP. And how does it change uh, his management and his thoughts? And and, uh, you had some experience with it. Uh, What can you share with us?
1: Well, I'm sure you have too, Ron. The, uh, the idea when these people uh, show up, uh, we, all say, we all say the same thing. We always say, well treat everybody just the same because uh, you, know, you get in trouble, you treat the VIP patient uh, somewhat uh, differently, uh, then you're getting out of your comfort zone and they are and, and you may do something that may be bad for, for the outcome. So we always say treat everybody the same, but it's it's kind of impossible not to know who they are with, with a few exceptions. Um, I've I've seen some people who uh, have been scheduled to see me. And uh, there's one example of, of a person who uh, I was asked to see and the name sounded familiar, uh, Jessica somebody. And, and uh, I, I had in my mind this uh, young actress uh, uh, coming to see me. I didn't know why. And my secretary at the time, Charlotte, says, uh, okay, she's here to come into the office. So she comes in with her husband. But she's not a young person. She's uh, in, in her 70s, late 70s. And, and so it was not Jessica Lang that I thought it was Jessica Dandy. <laughs> So And I talked to her. I didn't know who she was. But uh, her husband looked familiar. <laughs> so gradually I caught on to who they were. And I said something like, uh, what, what do you do? He said, well, we make movies together. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, so anyway, so, uh, funny episodes. But there are situations where, uh, y- you know, I, I don't recall ever being overwhelmed, you know, and, and nervous about seeing these people. But you do have to be cautious that you, you're not... Uh, doing something uh, out of the ordinary that uh, would be better if you just treat them like everybody else. Uh, You were with me when we had this uh, international guy came to see me. I'll never forget. uh, Bill Clinton was president at the time and uh, there were all these uh, people walking around the hospital, talking up their sleeve and whatnot. Secret
0: service. Yeah. Well,
1: you, you, you having grown up in uh, Israel, we're very uh, aware of secret services and all these kind of things. So you said to me, oh, okay, now t- tell me, tell me, who is it that's coming? Is it a president? Is uh, Clinton coming? I said, no, it's not. Uh, it, was a president. Well, it,
0: does, it does brings one of the issues that I think we all confront with. I mean, first of all, uh, those guys like to keep it secret, right? So it's very mm-hmm. important. Many of them don't want to know. I mean, we... We had an individual, we live in Washington, so obviously, again, we won't disclose any names today, but uh, the first thing you have to come, like, maybe in odd hours, if you come for a cat, so you're going to show up, like, at uh, four o'clock in the morning, and then you don't give a medical record number, it's like zero, 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 and, and then you kept the guy, obviously, you cannot say anything to anybody, just all uh, secretive. So the whole issue of secretive is, is a one aspect of that, because... And you have also sometimes head of states that come internationally for treatment and no one wants to know that they have been treated. So so the confidentiality party is one thing. And I mean, I can tell you that we had like one time someone who is pretty famous, uh, again, uh, in, in in the DC area and also more than the DC area. And the attending actually didn't recognize the individual and fellows comes this is an acute MI the fellows actually did the whole procedure <laughs> and they just figure out <laughs> later on uh who is that individual and like oh, I say oh my gosh I mean so I talked to that individual uh the VIP and said well you know maybe it's a good thing but you should know at least that the procedure actually was done by a fellow guided by an attending that just didn't know. But maybe it's a good thing they was taking all the fear. It's always nice to be treated by someone like, as you say, like a regular treatment. But it's it it does give you some uh, maybe extra precautions when you know that in front of you is a very high profile.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. And and uh, my experience was, you know, kind of unique because. Uh, in the 80s, you know, there weren't many programs really that had a large experience. In fact, in your city, uh, you know, one of my fellows went to York, Pennsylvania, and he said, "Yeah, you got all the patients from DC because there was nobody doing anything out there." That was for cath and and so forth, even before angioplasty. But but there were uh, there were a lot of uh, a lot of people would would send send stuff uh, after Andreas died. You know, we sort of inherited this uh, this kind of horror that, that they should come see it or they should go see jeff hartzler or something like this so uh there were there were people who referred patients there was a famous uh doctor in in new york who i won't mention his name either but he, he uh, saw all these famous people he he was he i don't think he had any patients that weren't famous and he traveled around the world and he, he'd call me up and he'd say young man call me young man young man i got the I got the, uh, fi- the finance minister of uh, Gorbachev here, and he's got this trouble and whatnot. And I got the, I got the president of this Italian uh, automobile company, and he needs this. And I'm sending the films, and and you know, more often than not, you'd end up looking, and it, it would be like, uh, maybe today you'd approach these things, but you know, triple vessel, bad, horrible. Obviously, patients in those days needed surgery. And the best I could do was say, uh, "You take the patient to. You didn't want to be done in Italy. Take him to, to Zurich. I know somebody will operate on him." But uh, these these kind of things uh, were, you, you know, happened abnormally heavy uh, in, in those days because we were, you know, we were a famous place uh, at that time uh, for doing angioplasty.
0: Yeah, what I remember uh, being at Emory uh, at that time, uh, the late Willis Hurst, Doctor Hurst, uh, which everybody knows from his textbook. If you were not at Emory, uh, he always liked to talk about uh, his uh, being called to the White House to take care of Lyndon Johnson. So now we can mention names because both of them are not alive anymore. So that that's probably legit. But uh, it was fascinating stories. But that sometimes I thought, okay, maybe you actually want to be called, and you feel like. As soon as you know uh, that you've been treating a president or a vice president, your stocks are worth much more as a referral pattern and um, you get much more glorious uh, position. What's your thought about it? And do you recall any more specific stories? Because you've been probably heard it so many times. I mean, I've been hearing it here and there. I can tell you one thing that I did. I mean, when I moved to Washington, I saw a memoir uh, I think it was a memoir about Lyndon Johnson and actually it was a very heavy book, probably like seven hundred pages and I go to the index and I'm looking at Willis Harris to read all the areas uh, where he was actually was consulting, and he was telling President Lyndon Johnson, we you know you cannot travel anywhere, you cannot listen to the radio, you cannot listen to the papers uh, and and Lyndon Johnson couldn't hold it for more than one day, and then he says, "Well, can I have the radio? I'm just going to listen to southern music or country music, and that would be suffice." But I don't know if, if you remember any of these, and if you want to make any comments on those.
1: No, Will, Willis. Uh, yeah, was quite uh, proud. He 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 had been uh, Lyndon Johnson's doctor since uh, uh, Johnson was uh, in the Senate. Uh, well, well before he was elected. Because uh, Willis was a, a cardiologist at, at Bethesda in the Navy, and that's how he got involved with Johnson. Got involved. Then, when Johnson <clears throat> had his heart attack, excuse me, he he would say if Johnson had invited him out to the to the ranch, he would say uh, he he would kind of announce that to everybody. I've been I've been invited uh, to, the, to the ranch, and I was out in Austin, Texas. Uh, Given a talk one time, having dinner with a uh, you know, GP who was his doctor, who was Johnson's local doctor, and I said something about uh, Willis being invited. He said, "Oh, I, I was there." I said, "No, he didn't. He didn't invite him." He said, "Willis, get your ass out here!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's another way of
1: this up. is what he would he would he would now. But uh, one thing about Johnson's uh, care, uh, you know, he never had a cath. I didn't and uh, Willis, uh, um, you know, took care of him, and he had a heart attack, another heart attack, and that was in the days where that was, uh, you know, not you didn't do this in everybody. But when he died, just after he died, I never forget uh, Willis first coming in to. Him my office and saying, they did an autopsy and he was inoperable, <laughs> inoperable, nothing could have been done, nothing could be. <laughs> it was almost like, you know, I'm vindicated. I know you think we should have cast him somewhere along the line. I never said, I never said he should cast him, I never said.
0: Yeah, this, this is the guilt, probably. <laughs> You always have a guilt feeling. Um, well, I, I would say that again, uh, in our town, it's uh, obviously someone has to take care. So we, we are um, at MedStar seeing here and there the official hospital for the government is GW. And I had the uh, one segment on the COVID-19 with Jonathan Reiner who took care of uh, Dick Cheney also wrote, wrote a book about the whole treatment. And and he mentioned to me, so he was uh, at the White House uh, counseling and and really took care of Dick Cheney for through uh, decades of uh, treatment uh, until he recently got a few years ago he got transplanted and is doing great since then but there is a lot of pressure um, on the physicians who are taking care of, and also it's exposed to criticism so if you do it you should know that everybody's going to ask why did you do this and you didn't do that and uh, you Basically, everything is magnified on every action that you do. And, and maybe something that I can share with you, that at some point, um, I think uh, Cheney had um, been called, and and we knew he had a stance. So I felt, well, it probably instant stenosis and it should have been treated brachytherapy. But there was no brachytherapy at that time uh, at GW. But again, no one knows. I mean, what was the cause of that uh, event whether it was a, a acute coronary syndrome but as a result of that i think after that he got the defibrillator after that event so sometimes you don't know because you don't look uh through all the things but it's not an easy part to be taking care of a designated not by the fact that you have to engage with him because nowadays almost everything is transparent and everybody's going to oh why did you do that and you didn't do the other way around so so I, I am not sure it's fun, but sometimes you have to engage with these.
1: There's an interesting book that people might like to look at if they're interested in the subject. It's called Eisenhower's Heart Attack. Eisenhower's Heart Attack, and it's all about uh, his care. He had symptoms for a long time. Always were treated for GI symptoms, which may have been real, but but then he had his this uh, big uh, heart attack playing golf, and uh, it was pretty much assumed to be his GI problem and then finally they tumbled to it and so forth and then iris treated and so forth it was the standard treatment of 1955 which was oxygen tent and morphine and uh, that was it but but the uh, recognition of of how you how you deal with it uh is uh, maybe uh, also interesting I, I tell you i was uh so, some funny things happened i had a I was asked to see the Archbishop of Detroit one time. He had given apologies to uh, Cindy Grimes and Bill O'Neill and all the people that had been in Detroit because they were not doing it yet. But he was sent down, going uh, to gonna be sent down to us, and he sent up some priests. Two priests came down uh, to check out Emory uh, to see if it was okay for this uh, very high-ranking uh, person to come, who who later became a cardinal, by the way uh so he, he uh the, the priest uh, finished up i was not there uh, i was out of town so my secretary it, as these people had gone to the lab they looked around they talked and as they were getting ready to leave they came up to charlotte and they said now dr king uh is he catholic <laughs> <laughs> so, charlotte, so charlotte looked at him and said so you want him to be <laughs> so this was a this was an amusing one. They sent him anyway, and, uh, and uh, he did fine.
0: Yeah. So, uh, again, I mean, uh, those who are working in uh, large centers probably are more, have an opportunity, and you never know who's going to fall because people can visit and something can happen. Uh, so any tips that you would get to any individual that, that tomorrow going to be called to treat a VIP individual? Uh, I'm talking about interventional cardiologist right now. Let's narrow the field. Uh, Radial I'm,
1: I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going. I'm going to go off script just a little bit to a cardiac surgeon because <laughs> yeah. there's a great story you may know where there was a cardiac surgeon uh, out in the Hamptons playing golf, and he got a call and says, uh, "Got this VIP that uh, needs uh, surgery." And he said, uh, uh, "I treat VIPs all the time. I don't need to be bothered." <laughs> So they called uh, uh, Craig Smith over at Columbia, and uh, that's how Bill Clinton got his operation.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I do remember actually. Um, also, when he was brought again because there was some um, late complication, I think, and and I was the. It, it was in, I think, American College of Cardiology, and I was presenting one of the late-breaking trials, and all what the media wanted to know is about Bill Clinton's situation. I tried to tell them, look, I have no idea. I have not been treating him, and I mean, that's all what they care. So it's, uh, But, uh, yeah, I, I would say from my own little experience is uh, you really have to forget about the designee, where he's coming from. You have to treat him like you treat last patient that you had in the day before and uh, the key issue is also keep the confidentiality super secured Uh, don't chat with anybody don't talk to anyone because that's really today it's this is a super hip-hop waiver (laughs) you're not going to get any waiver on that one even if they tell you so it's better to keep it to yourself and uh, even though you really want to eager to tell stories about it i mean
1: yeah, okay. save save the stories till uh, way late. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're well, you can, long.
0: after they die, right? Or you know, like today, we go. We bring in Eisenhower and Lyndon Johnson, and <laughs> that's that, that's legit. I mean, uh, but but I think again, uh, it's something which uh, is unique, um, and uh, we we just see those people because they're like anybody, human being, any any other one. I mean, they they'll have diseases and. Uh, um,
1: and they're not, they're not sent all over the world anymore. Thank God everybody's got got the uh, ability to, to take care of them. So everybody is subject to running into one of these situations where you're gonna have to, have to treat them. My, my advice is still treat them like everybody else, even though it's hard to do. Thank you,
0: uh, Spencer. Uh, that's concluded another episode of uh, The King and I. Uh, this one we dedicated to doctors treating VIPs. Uh, Thanks for sharing uh, and watching us, and hopefully you'll come and visit us in our next episode.